Welcome to the Dirt by Breeder podcast. My name is Jeremy, and in this episode, it is a recap kind of on the ground interview from the VIP experience. Gas, gas, Ben Grabham. Absolutely awesome weekend. I was very fortunate to go along with my good friend Michael, the Tin Man Parker, and uh, kind of experience what a VIP experience holds. It's absolutely awesome. As you'll hear in the episode, there are so many bikes to be able to go and ride through such amazing terrain. It was kind of one of those weekends that I recommend anybody to do. Now, the price is a little steep, I guess, for a weekend away, but I tell you what, it is worth every single dollar, and you will not go back disappointed. In fact, you'll probably go back quite sore, because it's a lot of riding. I think overall, there's about three to 400 kilometers of single track. I could be very wrong, so I apologize, but I definitely know it is a lot of single track in some of the most beautiful parts of the Blue Mountain. And you also get to kind of ride on some test tracks and training loops that the AORC and old school legends rode on. So you really get an idea of what it's like to race kind of at that level. And it sucks, really sucks. So massive thanks to Grabo and Mitch from ADB. It was absolutely awesome to be a part of it. Go check out uh, the Australasian Dirt Bike social media stuff because there's going to be some videos posted up there, some photos. Go check out VIP Experience with Grabo. There are still spots available for some upcoming runs. I think in August he's doing one more and there's a couple of spots left and you get to ride with Grabo and Jeff Ballard. So not only do you get to try out all these bikes, the training and the tips you get from him are second to none because you go to so many little test tracks and loop that they've used over the years. You actually get to just go around and around and around and Grabo gets to help change bike setup, um, even just like bar position, like all this stuff that you would have never thought he can just sit there and help. And you've got him for the two days. So use and abuse him he loves it plus grabo also has his track and trail and here's a couple of spots left they are racing this weekend at jamelco if that's the way you say it i'm so sorry uh but he has some other spots at don river and kalgoorlie i think so go hit him up it is worth every dollar i will be with him for the uh kalgoorlie desert race that's confirmed now so it's kind of one of those cool fly in jump on a bike fly out full factory racing i think that's pretty sweet so once again, thanks to Grabo, thanks to Mitch from ADB, also thanks to our supporters, B&B Off-Road, Whole Shot Graphics, Acherbys Australia, Adventure On Store. Thank you so much for staying with us. It's going to be an exciting year. Thank you for all the downloads and all the people reaching out. We will be at the Transmoto Tumor in a couple of weeks, and then after that, it is Kosciuszko, which will be there. It's really cool to get back into racing and see so much support. So thank you very much. Enjoy this episode. Uh, share the ones that you love so the riders and the events get all the love they can, and uh, get after it. Cheers. Welcome to the Dirt Bike Breeder Podcast. My name is Jeremy, and this is Season 5 of this crazy podcast that we started so long ago myself and alex are the hosts and we appreciate your time and everyone that gets on this podcast we share stories from desert racing flat track hard enduro regular enduro all forms of motorcycles we try and bring everyone together and have a yarn really just share the stories get everyone pumped for a weekend or recap on what just happened over the weekend there's so much racing in australia and we're very proud to be a part of it and to bring you it so Thank you for tuning in. Like in life, we get a bit excited. The guests get a bit excited. It's a bad language can come out. It's unfortunate. We do apologize if you don't like bad language, but shit happens. Thanks to the amazing support we have from not only you, the fans, but companies here in Australia. We wouldn't be able to make this happen. So thank you. Please remember to share all the episodes that you like because it doesn't just give us the exposure, but it gives the riders the exposure. And that's what they really need. We need to get the events out there. We need to get the riders out there so we can bring more attention to them and help them grow their career. So once again, welcome to season five. Hope you enjoy. Strap in. It is going to be an epic year. And get after it. Cheers. All right. So we're here. Ben Grabham. How are you, man? Going good. How are you? Oh, I'm excited, mate. It's, it's, uh, it's cool to kind of catch up with you here, kind of in your hometown as well. I feel like you've put me on the spot. I wasn't ready for this. But That's yeah. how I want to, mate. I want to get real answers from Grabo. I mean, uh, this, this weekend, is this your first one for the year? It is. That's our first VIP trial ride for the year, so um, pretty exciting. Um, we normally go north of here, but um, the National Park has made that quite difficult, so we're going over to Hampton, but as you'll find out tomorrow, I think it's um, actually a bit of a blessing because it's pretty amazing out that way. Look, I mean, we, like I said, I've got you on the spot, but just for now, the bike range you've got is absolutely awesome. You've ridden most of them. Are you excited for this year, bikes? 
I am lucky. I've ridden them all in Italy there late last year. So that was a brag. Ah, <laughs> yeah, got to brag it up a bit. Um, no, excited, excited for for use mainly because um, it was good last few years, but it, it does get a little bit boring not having four fifties and five hundred. So. Uh, there's nice big new flash gas gas range, and I'm um, looking forward to see what you think. Yeah, look, we are excited. It looks great, and uh, we've had a little bit of rain, so you've been out there already. But you said the weather's kind of a bit bipolar; it's all over the place for us. It is. Um, I don't know what it goes with Hampton. I, I'm kind of liking it, but it hasn't been above 12 degrees during summer. Um, there's funky mushrooms over there, which I love looking at. You might try and eat some. We'll see what happens. <laughs> but um, I'm running a gasser probably. <laughs> so no, it, it's pretty cool. Look, and these weekends are awesome. I mean, we've, we've turned up here. The accommodation's all set. The bike's all ready to go. There's food. There's fuel. I mean, this is kind of just a standard thing for all these VIP experiences. It is. It is. Um, it's an amazing spot here, Black and Gold. Like, I live half an hour over the hill, and Black and Gold, to me, is a bit of a home brand. And um, we come down here, and this ain't, <laughs> this, ain't, this ain't no home brand. She's, um, I feel like I'm in the Swiss Alps when you go in some of these rooms and have a look how nice they are. So, um it's a perfect spot to base ourselves. And it's good that you've got this kind of reputation here because we've just stored the bikes at a special place kind of away from everyone. They've kind of let you do that. You kind of have a bit free roam. So when people come here, they can park their cars, come to the restaurant here, really set up and just have a nice, easy weekend. It is. It's good like that. Um, it's um, definitely a little place where, I don't know, like I normally don't, we don't go out for dinner and stuff much as a family in the local area now, like you always save it for holidays, but it's one of those rare spots you'd take people because it's, it's pretty damn good food here too. Now, look, I'm excited to get on the bike tomorrow and uh, see what you've got to store for us and hopefully you can keep up with us, mate. We'll try to. <laughs> All right, so day one here with Grabo. How are you, my friend? Going good. How are you? Good. I'm, uh, we're standing next to your 500, mate. She's looking absolutely awesome. How do you find the bike so far this year? Good. Um, this one's a bit of a test meal. We got her late last year and... Took her up to Alice Springs with well, a bit of an idea of purpose to try and kill it. And so far it's up around 70 hours and going strong. Mate, that's awesome. And uh, it looks like there's been a few little mods done to it. So it definitely looks like you're going to line up a Fink with it as well. Yeah, so basically this will be my Fink spec race bike. Um, it's pretty cool for me that normally I would hate riding a Fink bike with you today. But we've got it pretty, working pretty well. So um, it makes my job a bit easier. Absolutely. I mean, you do have a really tough job, mate, looking after all of us. But behind us, we have a full selection of bikes. Uh, what bikes do we actually have in the end? Uh, yeah, obviously, Gas Gas have stepped up this their range this year. Um, in the two strokes, we've got the 250 and the 300. Um, and then in the four strokes, we've now got the 250F, 350F, 450 and 500. That's a huge range of bikes for you to be able to kind of take us out on and have a look around with. It's good for me. You're the one that's got to switch between all the bikes and um, have the energy for it. Well, I'm going to take the 500 first and then get that over and done with and have the little bike by Sunday afternoon. But it's really cool. So everyone that gets to come to these gets to kind of switch between bikes the whole time. Yeah, that's it. Like it's um, like Mitch was saying earlier yesterday, it's uh, a bit like when we go to a, a press test or a launch or something like that. Um, we're trying to make it like that so you can come along and uh, get to sample all the bikes and See which ones you like, which ones you don't, and, and go from there. And then what about bike setup and settings? Are they just stack stock factory kind of settings for everyone? Yeah, so I start pretty much ballpark in the middle, um, and then we can go either way, depending on your size or weight or speed. And it's more just to give you an idea, like it's nice to be able to pass on some knowledge with suspension, whether it's sag or whether it's what the clickers do and rough range of handlebars and just teach people some basics like that. I know, it's, it's great because you're saying it's like a press relief, but at the same time it's a training day, and they, you know, yesterday Mitch really put us into that we have to ask you questions and this is like a cool two-day training session with you as well not just an experience on all the bikes that's it um like i said i don't like to ramble on much so people got to ask me questions but more than happy to answer any question i know and that's great so coming along not only do you get to cool, ride some really cool spots and bikes but you also get to learn a few things and we're going to go do a few test loops as well and kind of see a whole bunch of potentially old test tracks as well yeah that's it the Test tracks, like some of the young guys probably don't even know when I speak about Merriman or something like that, but that still excites me riding tests that he used to train on and test on, and especially when he was world champion. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to showing you some of those loops. And it's beautiful here. How many more of these you got running this year? Uh, in this particular area, we've got two more, and then we've got one down at Chucky's in the um, famous Apple Orchard. Oh, mate, well, look, I look forward to seeing you out there, and hopefully we can keep up. You'll be right. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, we're here because of my friend... Michael Parker, Tin Man. How are you, my friend? I'm well. How are you, buddy? Very excited. Thank you for bringing, letting me come along on your fantastic birthday weekend with Grabber. Are you excited? I am excited. It should be good. It's, uh, is this the first time you're doing something like this? 
Uh, and I've done a couple of uh, like plane rides before, but not a not a full VIP type experience. No, and having like a selection of bikes is pretty exciting as well. Yeah, that's pretty mad. I'm looking forward to riding the full range. It'll be good. I mean, uh, you've got a you've got a bit of experience behind you. I mean, your daughter does better than you, which is uh, not saying much. But when it comes to this, is it something that you kind of would recommend for others, or how would, how do you see it so far? Yeah, definitely. It's um, good to get a like a full overview of the whole like product range and um, and check your abilities in amongst those product ranges. I think. Yeah, I'm going to help you put your bag on, mate, because you're the tin, man. Like, we've got to look after you. Uh, and uh, I suppose you ride uh, a 500 back home. So is it going to be exciting to get back on a little bike and see what it's like? Yeah, I'm really looking forward to riding the smaller capacity bikes. You know, like, as most of you would know, a 500 is a bit hard to turn in the tight stuff. So we're going to be a lot of fun riding those smaller bikes. Especially where we are. Um, have you ridden this way? Because, I mean, you're an orange boy. Have you managed to ride out this way much? I've ridden out here a few times, and um, it's pretty magic country out here, so, yeah, looking forward to that. I look forward to it, too. Thanks, Parker. Thanks, Kelly. All right, so here we are, like halfway into day one. <clears throat> Grab, are you working on bikes, mate? What's going on? Uh, the boys have found a new setting that they like, so we're converting it to all the bikes. Wow, that's uh, it's cool. I mean, it, we kind of found this awesome little test loop where... You kind of can cut laps and everyone's been able to try different bikes and see their times and see how they work. Is this something that you've come to quite often? Mm, not this one, to be honest. But this is, so when we're like, as a racer or when I was running a team, this is what I'd look for for a test loop. Like it's got a little bit of everything just so you can go out there and get a good idea of what your bike does. Um, so at the moment, it's the perfect chance for the boys to have a play around and do what we used to do. Well, that's it. And it's exciting to see because we've taken out the 250 and the 350 a couple of times and even the 450, I think. And really, you, you're changing the forks. You're changing even even the position of the forks, how far down and the triple clamps. Is, and it's crazy to see how much it does change. That's it. It's like a lot of people don't really know what the adjustments do on their motorbikes. So it's nice for them to, or these, your crew anyway, to um, experience what it does and get a bit of an idea of what they can do on their own bike. And so what is the benefits or disadvantages anyway of the position of the fork in the triple clamp? <laughs> that, <laughs> That's a big question. There's no answer I can give you for that <laughs> because it depends on the rider's weight, depends on the bike, depends how it's sprung, depends what setting's in there. So so why has it changed this? Like say, let's talk about this, talk to 250 and what you're doing now. So this general new gas, gas fleet's all standard. Um, and I understand what people are chasing. So at the moment, we're making the front a little bit taller with this particular bike it just gives it more of a balanced feel um calms down the front a little bit and and gives them a bit of confidence that's it because when the the forks are through the triple clamps a little lower it get, makes the bike a little bit more twitchy but it makes it turn faster in theory yes in theory i mean only like a couple of mil it's not really going to do much apparently no 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 chucky's um i've heard him whinge quite a few times and i think he was two mil out and they put it back down he started winning again so Wow, that's crazy. And then, so when people come on these VRP experiences, they can kind of, just as we said, work with you with the bike. If they're finding a bike they want to kind of potentially buy or, or train or even have at home, they can really kind of get them dialed in. Yeah, it's a perfect chance for guys to learn about each capacity because not often do you get to ride all the different capacities through a nasty bit of ground like this and, and see what works. So it's just, a, it's a good chance for them to learn a lot, to be honest. And not only that, it's, we've kind of gone from fire trail to single trail to kind of open, flowy, kind of almost fire trail roads. It, you can kind of see the benefits of every bike. I mean, I would have never thought the 252 stroke would have been a fun little bike to ride, but it's absolutely awesome. That's right. Like, that's something I've always done as a racer. Even um, in the desert, I try and mix up our training tracks so you get a taste of everything because there's so many guys that are amazing at one thing. Um, but then they have weaknesses everywhere else. So when we're setting up a bike, we'll do what we've done today and just try and pick something that works in general because nothing's perfect everywhere. It's working out what's nice, full stop. And like you just said, it opened your eyes to the 250. Like so many times people ride off a bike without even spending time on it. Yeah, they want to go for the 300 two-stroke or they want to go for the 450-500. But the, the 250 two-stroke, the uh, four-stroke that we're just on, absolutely awesome around that little single track. It was absolutely awesome. No, they are, and I've always been a fan of little bikes. Like a lot of my big wins back in the day come on one, two, fives, and that. So I know, I know the benefits of riding small capacities. It's you're taking the bike for a ride versus it taking you for a ride, and um, there's a lot to learn on a little bike as well. But saying that you are flogging that 500 around the track like it owes you money, so it's something pretty special to watch. Yeah, I mix it up. Well, last year I had a 250F and put 100 hours on it, so now we're doing the same with the 500. Just mix it up and uh, keeps me young and keeps me going. Yeah. All right, man. Well, uh, we'll keep training and keep swapping bikes, and uh, 
I'll get through the end of the day. I will. We'll see how you go. I'm fine, mate. Don't worry about it. Right, end of day one. Grabo, how was that? It was good. Um, you're a bit wounded, but we had a pretty good fun day. Look, it's just it's just a flesh wound, mate. Merely a flesh wound. Uh, is that kind of what we can expect? I mean, it was absolutely perfect conditions. A bit of rain, a bit moist out there. I mean, it just turned to chocolate cake. Is that kind of what you expect from this riding area? Yeah, that's why we're running over the other side of the road. Like, um, there's riding gold over there as far as I'm concerned and we only touched a bit on it today we've got more of it tomorrow and it would have been nice for you to see some of the scenic mm. um, views and everything but hey it's um, the riding was amazing look the, the, the first half of the day was for some cool single trails that later half of the day that was um, incredible tracks that we got to ride we've spoken a little bit before about these test tracks but I mean for you to see them and, and see them kind of form up is that where you'd take your team to? It is. It's um, they're perfect training grounds. Like a lot of ex world champs, a lot of up and coming young guys still head out there these days, and um, it was a perfect chance to take yous out there, test bikes, and it, they're just I don't know. You need skills to get around there, and even if you don't have skills, you learn skills riding around there. And same with fitness and bike setup and everything. It's just the perfect ground for it. It is. In, I guess for us, because we're just kind of Gumby riders, it really shows how one lack of fitness we have, but also how much just a small change on a bike could do because kind of straight after lunch we did those laps as we spoke about before and all we had to do was do a couple of clickers and change the forks and the bike's completely changed that's it but you say gumby but you're all getting along pretty well so that worked well as in we could head basically one direction for all of you um which was pretty cool and everyone seemed to enjoy it and made it easier for when you just went faster and i suppose then for tomorrow then does that mean you change the riding styles up because we did the single track does that mean we go a bit more flowy and open We'll see how much you're limping in the morning. No, I'm not gonna. I'm totally limping all the time. It doesn't matter. Just uh, what kind of shoes I'm wearing. But it's uh, it, what what kind of are you looking for when you do go sign up, guys? Is there a criteria? And when you when they turn up, does that then dictate what happens through your day? Oh, we always tell them it's like going back to all your trail rides, like your sunny corner trail bike rallies and that. Like we want, obviously, someone who's got a little bit of experience um, off road, but the beauty about this place is we can sort of bend and twist and even if one of you's got buggered during a day or tired there's also spots i can put you on the road for 20 minutes and you can get a breather while we do some technical stuff so it's it's pretty cool like that absolutely it really did show and it kind of we we didn't actually go that far in comparison because we were able to link back up with fire road so even if you did get a little cooked you could just wait somewhere and, and turn up there that's it it's um you have a bit of an idea because you know they're a little bit so we do a lot of clover leaves but um for someone that doesn't know the area they probably feel like we're in the middle of nowhere um which is good but it's it's a pretty cool riding spot absolutely so do you come and ride this stuff often by yourself like without the tours yes and no so this area obviously i first started riding in when i was 12 um and then racing days i just come out here to smash out special tests as you saw there and and then these days luckily for me that work requires me to come out here and scope out some trials for you so i get to enjoy all the worlds at the moment so does that bring back some cool memories because as you said there's some been absolute legends that have trained out here does it bring back all the memories from when you were riding it does and i i just like telling you stories about merriman doing this or that there and then and then we're riding the same old trials some of the same nasty slippery roots tree roots and that are, are still there and we get to enjoy um some of their hard work from just destroying tracks back in the day and i mean you you also look after the up, up and comings you've got like Corey mcmahon and guys like that when you see them ride does it kind of just bring back all those memories and you're kind of at that point where you you're proud to be able to push on those skills it is like that's what my coaching is these days i love love being able to pass on the knowledge and help those guys and um sometimes you have a bit of smirk because you know the pain they're in for but <laughs> hey um we we done the hard yards so it won't hurt them no absolutely well look man i look forward to tomorrow it's good that we all pulled through no one had methy nothing too crazy and uh kind of we have spoken a little bit and as i said it's horses for courses with bikes but for today what would have been your bike of choice yeah, I hate being put on a spot like this. In all honesty, like I'm on a 500 all day. For me to have the most fun I probably could have had today, I probably would have went the least power, so maybe a 250F. Like I'm, I'm, I've always, I've been saying it forever, and you can look at my results in four days and that. I'm a big fan of me riding the bike. So that means less power. Um, obviously, need have power to do it, but I like taking the bike for a ride. Yes, in the desert, I use big power because 
there's open spaces, but 250F, I reckon that would have kept me more than happy today. Absolutely. I think you're right. When you get to ride the bike, it's as you said before, you actually kind of enjoy it more. You enjoy the corners, whereas the big bikes, they're very lumbering. <laughs> yeah, the big bikes take you for a ride. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Cheers, mate. Cheers. All right. So we're here day two in the morning, and I've just found Parker with putting his pants on. How are you, man? Oh, nice that you found me with my pants off again, Kelly. That's the only way I know you, mate, to be honest. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Uh, how was yesterday? Yeah, really good. It was good to um, have a mix of the different bikes, and oh, it was a really good day, except I kept falling off. You did. You had some good falls in the slippery stuff. Did you end up finding a bike you liked? I, I, um, I think I'm gravitating back towards the 450 and the 500. I was pretty happy with the 450, how it's changed a bit over the years, and the mapping and all that, and the way the 500 rides is on point with like how everybody has been modifying their bikes for the last God knows how long when you buy a one of the uh, KDM family bikes. So, yeah, no, they were, they were really good. They're, they're on point. So, But did enjoy riding the little 250 after we sorted the front end out on it. It was magic in this tight stuff. Um, I did like the 252 stroke. Um, you are a bit of a weapon on that, mate. You were just taking the road up. You look like a teenager out there on that. Mate, I was having a fat time on it, just wringing its neck and yee-hawing around. But, yeah, no, it was good. It, is, it was cool to kind of be able to test them all out. And it was actually your advice on the bike that ended up being kind of put through all the bikes with the triple clamp, the, the forks and the triple clamp and things like that. So that really did kind of change the whole fleet of bikes. Yeah, like a um, bit of context, a little 250 I rode it earlier in the day and on downhills and stuff like that, I thought I was going to fall through the front of the bike. It was... It was sketchy as um, it would deflect off everything, so we made these settings a little later in the day, and it just became a totally different bike. It was it was great after that. Yeah, absolutely. That that test really that we did those changes on, and we were like learning tips and tricks from Grabo. Once you did that, and I thought, oh nah, park is full of shit like usual. Jumped on it. Holy moly! Like you, you really did notice how much difference it was, especially kind of in those rocky single tight track. Absolutely awesome. No, it was it was. Such a difference. And I didn't think it'd make that much difference. I thought it'd stop tucking in and what have you, but yeah, it was it was gold. It is it is cool to see what the guys, the factory guys do where they come and train on the same loop and change little things here and there, how much the bike can change over that time. Yeah, so much. It was would have been great actually to be on a little bike in the second half of the day because uh, I tell you what, a big bike sucks the fun out here when you're done. So, uh, yeah, I might be looking towards that 250 again towards the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, it was even better to be able to go to those four-day test tracks and um, and those training tracks with Merriman and all those guys were. Did you expect their training loops to be that severe though? Uh, yeah, I think so. Like the weather had chopped them out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Been to a few state rounds and um, national type rounds. Not myself riding, my kids. Um, yeah, so you get a bit of an idea of what they, they end up being chopped up into. Mate, they were hectic though. And I saw your eyes a few times. They were pretty glazed over and your arms like little T-Rex arms. It was. I didn't think you were having much fun by the end. No, I was cramping up like an old bloke. And uh, yeah, I was, I was looking for a salt pack. Couldn't find one. So anyhow, I just had to, had to muscle it through. Literally, muscle it through your cramps were just holding there. Like you kind of cramped to a position where you were holding onto the bars. Yeah, well, a good thing was I didn't uh, I didn't let go, so it was happy days there. So what bike are you going to start with today? I reckon I might start with one of those two strokes. I've, I've got to say, I'm a, I think I'm a four-stroke fan, but uh, yeah, I'll get on and give all these other bikes. I'll leave the 450 and the 500 to the side today and just revisit all them and see how I go again. And I guess that's the cool thing about this whole trip. Like we get to go and just literally choose what bike you want to ride today and try it out and see if it fits your riding style, even just your, your personality. Yeah, definitely. It's um, it, such a broad difference in the way they they ride. So it's really good. I mean, it's exciting. So I look forward to seeing you slip around out there and hopefully we get you through the end of the day. Otherwise, Susie's going to be very mad. Well, you stay close, buddy, and help me get off the ground. <laughs> Will do, man. All right, so we've just had lunch. Grabo, where are we doing now? Putting some juice in the bike, mate. I know, it seems to be a, a bit of a day. It seems to be more fuel than yesterday, mate. I don't know, what is it doing? So maybe you're seeing where you're going and twisting the throttle a bit more. I think we're getting comfortable with the bikes, mate. It's been exciting so far. Can you kind of explain where we've been so far? Oh, we started in at old mighty Willarawang, and then we've... um looped through to just above the Janolan caves and um the boys had fun on some of the slippery hills and then we went back to the hampton pub and had a feed 
And that, that test track we've been on, so we've been on another one that was kind of the young kids, Corey McMahon's kind of test track. It's uh, it's pretty secret, these little little spots that not many people know about them. No, oh, it's not that many people know. I don't think too many people come out and spin laps, that's it. Um, but no, they're good training tracks, they're good um, for the fitness and bike testing and getting your iron in that kind of riding conditions. And people have sort of so many bikes and kind of feel, felt their way through it now. It seems to be everyone's settled on the bike as well. Is this usually what happens on these kind of trips? Yeah, but we've got some surprises up our sleeve yet, so you might start switching around again. Oh, I like to hear that. All right, mate, I'll let you keep filling up because you're the only one uh, authorised to do so, and we'll keep going. (laughs) Thanks. All right, so I'm here with Parker. Most improved of the weekend, mate. Uh, Congratulations. Thanks, Jez. Uh, Fantastic award. I worked so hard for it. You did. (laughs) You really did. I saw you in the end, mate. How's the body going? Uh, It's pretty done, mate. Yeah, it's been a long weekend. I think uh, Grabo said we did about 200 kilometres today. Jesus, yeah, that would make sense. Um, I'm glad I finished it out on a little 250 then. Yeah, it's been... How, how did you find it, though, all up? Uh, overall, the whole show? Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Uh, it was great just, obviously, riding with everyone, all the, the product line, um, just the ability to jump around and meet new folks as well and learn some stuff. It was really good. And how about the tracks? Yeah, they were awesome. Bit greasy yesterday and today. Um, it's a pretty wet country up there sometimes. So, but yeah, that was really good to go through some of that country. I mean, it's something pretty unique. You've, you've, it, some of the hardwood reminded us of home. Like it was a little bit like that Shaley Rock, especially that first stuff we had this morning was absolutely awesome. Felt like home. But then we got into the pines. We just don't have anything like that. That's what's uh, has your experience there. Yeah, no, that was that, that was really good. It was pretty slippery. I was on a two fifty two stroke there this morning and. And I think I was a passenger on that. And then not later in the RV, I, I got back on a four-stroke and felt at home. I think I'm more a four-stroke guy. But that 250 two-stroke was a lot of fun. It just made me feel like a kid again, revving the life out of it, yee-hawing on it. It was good fun. And uh, how do you find the mix of the tracks? Because we kind of went from single trail to trail to four-wheel drive tracks. It was such a spread. Is that something you'd want on a weekend like this? Yeah, for sure. Like it gives you either a bit of a break or especially when we trial on all these bikes, in, in their different format, like you can get a bit of an overview, how do they all go on fast trails, how they all go on the tight stuff, um, gives you a fair variation. Now look, how, what would you what would you say to, to, to others who are kind of looking at this and potentially going to head along to it? Oh, give it a go, 100%, like it's not an opportunity you'll get again, not at all. No, absolutely, and uh, do, value for money? Yeah, for sure. Excellent. Well, thanks, Parker. I look forward to uh, hearing your oaks and, aches and groans fucking on the way home and then for the next couple of weeks. Thanks, Jess. So I'm sitting here with one of the punters, Bernie. Hello, Bernie. G'day, mate. How you going? Very good. How are you? Very good, thank you. A bit knackered after that uh, session today, but uh, in a good way. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, how did you get onto this kind of uh, event? Oh, I've got a bit of a contact through Mitch and Grabo, so I was sort of... Um, Lowball brag there. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But um, yeah, basically I wangled my way into this one and had some, had some fun this time and uh, yeah, really enjoyed the ride and obviously jumping on bike to bike, it was terrific. Have you ever done like uh, like an ex- a VIP experience before? I have actually. I did one last year and yeah, loved it. So I was definitely keen to do it again. It's, it's, it's awesome to think that you kind of come along to these things. It's it's not like a tour. It's not like a tour, a guided tour group where you go and experiencing. You're actually just more experiencing bikes. Well, yes and no. I mean, on the one hand, you do they do have different areas where they go. So I do, on the one hand, think you are following a tour group. And, but I think the key point here is that you're going with other guys and you make a lot of great contacts in these events and you have a lot of fun with the fellas and, you know, mucking around and obviously sampling the bikes. It's just like kids at preschool, mate. We're just yee-hawing and having a great old time all day. So there's no question you want to go back and do it again. And so did you have a, a pick of bike for the weekend? Well, I'm a bit of a small four-stroke fan. I really like the smaller four-bangers and stuff. But to be honest, I ended up with a 252-stroke at the end of today. And no one wanted it back, basically. So I was just examining that little thing like a maniac and having a great time on it. And um, yeah, loved it. Really good. And, uh, and what would you say to people who want to come along to an event like this or get on board with Grabo? Oh, 100%, mate. It, it's a really unique experience in the sense that you can sample the entire range. And don't forget the gas gas is really a KTM Husky. You know, they're all much of a muchness at the end of the day. So this is a rare opportunity. You can sample the whole range as opposed to even the ride days that you can do with gas gas. You're only allowed to pick three of them. So this is definitely a, a unique opportunity to actually get on all the bikes and 
put them back to back in their context as opposed to you can't ride a 250 four stroke on the highway and think that's a great bike you have to really ride them in their element and that's where this sort of stuff is terrific and so did you have a favorite track from the day and from the weekend 100 percent, the epic sloppy single track we did yesterday afternoon that was just mad puddle slop you just two wheel drifting into every corner we just foot out and just punching it the whole time we had a blast mate love that one Excellent, man. Well, look, uh, thanks for coming along. Thanks for the stack. It was really good that you did it right in front of us. So I appreciate that. I'll make sure I publish some photos of you, mate. All good. Thanks, buddy. All right. Have a good one. See ya. Cheers, mate. All right. Another punter from the weekend. Who we got? Uh, Max Powers. Matt? Is your last name Powers? Yeah, it is. That is Max Power? Yeah. Oh, my God. How did we not pick up this fucking hell? That's amazing. Max Power, how are you? Good, good. Yeah. Uh, I'm still got energy after that, I think. Yeah. I mean, you've got all the power, mate. Yeah, I, th- I think it's the age has something to do with it as well as the name. Yeah, all right. Well, let's. Uh, how'd you find the weekend? Uh, awesome, awesome. Yeah, like uh, honestly, I didn't know what coming into it because I'm more of a motocross background. Um, but yeah, I quite enjoyed these uh, gas gas ECs. Yeah, look, there's something different. And you I mean you work at the MX store, so you kind of see a lot of this the products come through. So to be able to now go ride it and kind of see it in progress, has that really helped? Yeah, for sure. And and especially seeing as these 24s are all new, um, like, man, I was ha- on my hands and knees for like half an hour before we took off on the first day. Like You were, you actually, you were looking at a whole bunch of stuff on there. Oh, dude, I was absolutely frothing. I was wondering like what Ballard's like product we could jam on these things, like, you know? That's awesome. And so coming from a motocross background, how did it find transitioning to these bikes? Uh, it, it's like much of a muchness, really. Like the the two spheres are pretty close the biggest thing just being the hold up of the suspension this stuff is so comfortable out in the bush but if you're absolutely hammering it you do find the limits but again you have to be absolutely hammering it yeah did you ever pick up the bike for the weekend honestly i think i'm just landing on the 354 stroke my man i keep coming back to it and uh yeah, honestly, just the most the most versatile. Yeah, it is a lot of fun. But I mean, I saw you on a whole range of other bikes too. The two strokes weren't really what we were expecting for the weekend, so the four strokes really did shine. Yeah, for sure. I I actually did enjoy the three hundred there at the end, um, just for the really tacky, long, muddy hill climbs and things like that. Honestly, you could put it in first, second gear, hang off that rear fender, and just crawl anywhere. Yeah, yeah. No, it is good. But then the four fifty and five hundred. How do you find those big girls? Uh, I I quite enjoy them. Um, I've come off four fifties like since I was sixteen years old. Now being thirty one, and uh, I don't know, it just fits me like a glove, really. But in all honesty, I think the two fifty or the three fifty would be a better choice for most people. And uh, would you recommend this weekend for just punters wanting to come for a tour ride, or punters that want to come try the bikes, or both? I reckon a bit of both, honestly. Like just the value for money, the the amount of places that like Grabo shows you here is, is phenomenal. Like the absolute range of like riding, like from sticky, muddy stuff, wide open. Uh, a lot of the tech loops are awesome too. Like if you're into uh, a bit more technical riding, I guess faster riding. Yeah. No, it is everything, and uh, you kind of get looked after pretty rock star well as well. Yeah, man. Uh, honestly, like just drinks and drinks, really. <laughs> yeah, or orange juice, though, man. We're responsible that I was, remember? Yeah, orange juice and water, of course. Maybe a little bit of coffee. That's what we like to hear. All right, man. Well, thanks, Max Power. Uh, <laughs> look forward to catching up with you sometime soon. All right. Cheers, dude. See ya. All right. So, another punter. Who we got here, mate? Guy Streeter. Uh, we're not going to change your last name to Power as well, mate. They have another Max Power. <laughs> nah, we'll st- stick with this one. Could it be Guy Power, mate? No, Guy Power. I like that. Uh, how'd you find the weekend? Mate, the weekend was amazing. It's just like. Yeah, being able to get taken around with uh, <laughs> Grabo mm. um, on brand new bikes, a whole range of gas gas there. It's amazing. Um, yeah, <laughs> couldn't ask for anything better. No, it's something special. And, and the tracks that we got to ride are kind of these million dollar tracks, where, which you you pay happily to go and ride. But then we get to see also how the, the pros train. Is it kind of... I guess you're, you see a lot of these riding, you see a lot of the riders coming up and coming through and the pros. When you now ridden it, has it kind of given you a more appreciation for the guys? Totally. Um, yeah. Seeing what they can actually do and make it look effortless and then what, <laughs> go and ride the same tracks and, and it doesn't seem so effortless. <laughs> There's a lot of legs down today on those, those slick hills and yeah, but they just, they're incredible. 
No, so did you have a, a pick of the bike for the weekend? Uh, something between the 350 or the 450. I can't really... Uh, I, I enjoyed the 450. It had a slightly different tyre on the rear, so it had a little bit more traction than the um, the, uh, the FIM tyre that the mm. other bikes had. But, mate... 350 was sweet. I really enjoyed the 300 early on yesterday morning um, when it was kind of cold and and, and wet. Um, but, ah, mate, no, four-stroke. <laughs> four-stroke, that's what I'm really hearing, man, just four-stroke. So, recommendations. What do you kind of have to say to the people out there who should get on board and, and come and have these VOP experiences? Oh, mate, the, the next one um, in Hampton... GB will actually be on. Really? Um, yep. Um, so, yeah, you really should jump on that. Um, yeah, you can't. It, it is literally the best two days, 150Ks-ish both days. Um, so, yeah, amazing trails, great conditions, and such a variety of trails as well. Um, you, you just don't get this anywhere else. Like if you rock up to a, a, a location and try and find trails yourself, you're not going to find that many that we rode. You just get led around trail to trail to trail to trail. It's, yeah, we could spend all day on single trail. Yeah, but it was also cool that he linked it up and gave us enough transport sections to kind of cool down, get the arms to stop being so swollen and then get back into another horrible, greasy section. <laughs> Certainly needed that, especially yesterday. It was um, it was pretty brutal how how much uh, time we spent on the side of that hill um yeah it was a long time mate <laughs> even just walking around filming it was, seemed like too much effort but it was good now look uh congrats for getting through man and uh yeah look forward to hopefully maybe seeing you on the next one no worries thanks mate all right so one of the punters this weekend mitch adb how are you good mate how are you very good uh thank you so much for an amazing weekend you're obviously a part of this with grabo um and you've kind of helped build this to what it is is it kind of how it expected you to turn out? Yeah, it is. We This is our third year. Um, our first year was uh, yeah, 2022, and it was just after COVID. So it was kind of funny. We were unsure as to whether or not these things would be popular. But it seems like everyone was keen to get out of the house. So that first year, we sold out all five tours for the year, which was awesome. Damn. Yeah, it was big. It was fun. It was a lot of riding and a lot of lot of bikes to get through. But um, that was good. Then last year was a little trickier with uh, everything going on, I think, with the economy. And, and the industry, um, but this year it seems to be bouncing back a bit, which is good, and we've got half our tours sold out this year already. The next one we've got coming up, I think we've only got two spots free, uh, yeah, which is cool. Then we go down to Chucky's in April, and that one's 60 70% full, and then we come back up here to the, the Blue Mountains in Hampton in August, November, and, and they're getting there too, so it's good. And I heard Ballard may be joining you. We're hoping he comes in August. That guy's hard to nail down. He's just traveling the world all the time, whether he's riding bikes or, you know, going through Southeast Asia on a, on a boat. He's, um, he's, but he's apparently coming in August, um, which would be good fun. And we ride kind of the tracks that he grew up riding and that he cut in and, and he, you know, built his reputation around. So it'd be fun to have him there. Mate, that's, that's daunting. Though. Like, I mean, if you want to be humbled quickly, <laughs> ride with him. So the idea for this, where did it come from? Yeah, so Grabo and I were... We get hit up a lot at ADB Magazine with people asking if they can be a tester. You know, bike testers. Can I be a tester? Yeah, <laughs> no, right? The funny thing is everyone thinks that like it's this high-paying job where you can turn up and get paid to ride a bike and then go home. That's so far from the truth. Maybe in the US it is, not in Australia. I've seen your gear, mate, though. You're pretty flash. <laughs> yeah, I look flash. I certainly don't go flash. Um, but yeah, so we get, we get hit up a lot by guys who want to be part of the industry and it's you know a dream to work within the industry and so... But, you know, we can't really offer everyone a test job. Um, but so Grabo and I thought, wouldn't it be cool to offer the, the average punter the chance to live like a journo for a couple of days uh, and get sport rotten, which is what happens for us when we go on launches. So we, um, yeah, we started this by kind of trying to imitate what we get on a launch. So we go to a pretty nice um, hotel, motel, and we stay at, uh, eat at restaurants that are pretty fancy and, you know, all the kind of free-flowing booze and you get to ride the bikes back to back to back. Um, which is a pretty unique opportunity too, and over two days. And on top of all that, you get all the coaching um, from Grabo, and, and you know that alone is worth it because you come away a better rider. So, um, but yeah, that's kind of where the idea came was to give punters a chance to live like a journey without actually having to be a journey. I mean, even in the show bag that we give everyone, we give them a notepad and a pen as a piss take because it's meant to be like, okay, you're here meant to take notes. This is what we do as journeys, or what we're meant to do. Uh, so yeah, that's where it started, and then uh, we also kind of wanted to show off 
you know, the areas outside of Sydney, um, west of Sydney that we can ride and, and how awesome and how good it is. And at the end of the day, we just wanted more people riding, um, you know, and so the more guys we can get to come on these rides that some of them are, have been without a bike for six months, a year, and they're looking at what bike to buy next. And this is their best chance to work out what it is. And they go away and they buy a bike. So that's probably the most rewarding part of it. And that's, um, yeah, one of the big factors as to why we started. Absolutely, and you really can tell because we all kind of come in with your idea, oh yeah, no, this is the best bike, this is the best bike for all this kind of stuff, and then by the time we've left this weekend, everyone has a different idea, people are talking about a 450 as the best bike in the bush, so it's kind of a, it is a bit of an eye-opener, it really kind of also puts people in a different trajectory with uh, their riding because they do get those skills from Grabo, and you can kind of see them improve over the two days. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting, so many guys come, some come with preconceived ideas, and um, it can be hard to change their right there. Uh, thoughts until they get to a section on a hill where they're like oh hang on i'm going to change my my opinion here and then some guys come and they deliberately don't read anything they don't look at anything and they come in with you know open eyes and and they're willing to just try anything Uh, and so it has been really cool to see people you know guys who have never ridden a 250f they would never ride something that small you know that's for beginners and that's for the misses or whatever it is and they are you know hopping off their 500 from back home and they walk away after two days going i think i'm going to buy one of them in fact we had someone come on a ride two years ago who actually came on this ride as well today bernie and he has always been riding big bikes his whole life and um, he went and bought a 250F after um, coming on one of these rides two years ago and the plan was to kind of use it himself but also let his missus use it and he said his missus has used it once in two years and it's been his main go-to bike because he just realised how rideable it was. So yeah, that is really rewarding seeing guys walk away and go, oh wow, I never knew a 250 or a 300 was that easy to ride and that, that good. And at the other end of the scale, I never knew, especially with the new 2024s, we've got the 500 and the 450 gas gas now. So it's cool to get guys who may be a bit intimidated by big bikes in the past, um, get a chance to ride with Grabo on a big bike and walk away and go, you know, they're not as scary as they might sound a big 500. So it's cool. Yeah, as Grabo will always say, you know, the bikes are the same. It's just how much you twist the throttle is kind of determines it, which is true. Like, we, I got to ride the 500 today, and you could put it up everywhere, everyone else's bike. It just was a bit more of a struggle than, I say, the little bikes. Yeah, I think they're big bikes. are a little tight, harder in the tight stuff, but you're right. They are getting so good nowadays. I mean, they're essentially jamming just a more powerful engine in the same frame and chassis as a 250F. So, so long as you just hold onto your throttle and, and don't go too wild, then you should be able to ride it like a small bike. And it's good when you've got Grabo here and you've got a few pointers and tips that he can give you and he can then set the bike up so it's a little bit maybe softer and not as hard as hard hard edged as a big 500 can be that people realize yeah i can ride a 500 like a 250f but you're saying right the, the 250s and the 350s they seem to be the dealer's choice here and everyone yeah. loved them because you could just use them everywhere the 250 and 300 two strokes they had a good run and people know what they're good for the luggy the slow mm-hmm. but those 250 and 350s they seem to be everyone's kind of favorite it's funny because like the you know the, for so long the biggest selling bikes were kdm with 350s 500s and 300 two-strokes and the 250F isn't a big seller well so that they told us the KDM group um, big in the in Europe but not here and everyone comes on this ride and most of them don't own a 250F but they ride the 250F and they go away going that's actually my favorite bike and so I think to myself oh so many guys out there they're buying the wrong bike yeah. they're probably buying 450s when they really should be on a 250F but they've never had the chance to ride one and they've never had a chance to feel how com- how competent they are um, and so yeah it's cool to see them go walk away especially with the little bikes and go oh actually they are really good yeah and look for the value it, you know the value of money it is it is pretty steep for, for an average punter but I I think over the weekend you kind of see that you go to a try day and try a bike you know I know so many manufacturers do it around but you don't actually get then get someone to sit with you and say okay if you want this bike this is how you need to set it up to then really enjoy the like the potential of what it is not only that you get to see some of the like the world's best tracks I think you'd have to say where our Australian champions are cutting their teeth and growing but also some of the hilltops that we didn't get to see because of the fog but yeah. <laughs> some spectacular kind of views and scenery it really the, the value of dollar gets stretched so far it's, it's kind of probably one of the best best weekends you could have for a dirt bike yeah we try and cram as much as we can into two and a bit days and um yeah and and the value as well as in is in the coaching from grabo you know with a lot of coaches that have been as successful as he has and they've you know got national championships under their belt and everything um you know one-on-one coaching can get very expensive if you're doing it one-on-one and even in small groups it can get um, quite expensive so you know there's the added value of getting the coaching aspect too it's not just a tour it's the full experience that we kind of want to give everyone which is which is good fun we think absolutely and uh, and then you get you get your food you get, but then also as we said before you get to now go through a full range of bikes and figure out because yeah like some guys here love the single track they may love the bigger open flowy stuff or the you know me and you a bit of the techie family like the slow stuff we get to try a different bike on it and as i said i would have never thought a 500 yeah. would be okay with the with uh techie stuff but i mean those hill climbs are just ate it up 
Yeah, it is funny. Like even we get guys come along who are pretty confident. And they're like some of them are silver class guys at um, you know the grassroots series uh, or the hard enduro series, and yeah, they kind of in their head turn up and just hop on a three hundred, and you can't kind of see them not getting off it. And then you eventually push them onto the bigger bikes and the four strokes, and they're you know aware of how good they are in the technical stuff mm-hmm. and at climbing hills, but also like how forgiving they are after two days. We did one hundred and sixty k's each day. It is exhausting, mm-hmm. and so at the end of the day, guys are kind of looking for the bigger, sluggier bikes so they can just be lazy on them and have, not have to rev them. Yeah, the 500 on the way home was quite That's nice. Good. Yeah, I could tell you were enjoying that, mate. It was nice and easy. You didn't have to worry about it. hard to keep up with you. Yeah, I didn't want, I wanted to come home, mate. You could tell I needed to get home. Yeah. Uh, and so your recommendations for this, like how would you sell it to someone in, in, in a short kind of short text? So I would probably say if you're you know, keen to try um, every one of the gas gas models back to back, this is really your only chance to do it over two days. Um, and then you'll also go away probably a better rider because you get coaching from Grabo. Yeah. He's there at your beck and call, anything you want. He'll change anything on the bike. He'll also give you any advice you want. You can take him away for some individual stuff in the bush while we sit around and test bikes. Um, so you go away a better rider and you'll have a good idea as to how these bikes actually differ rather than listening to old mate down at the pub who's never ridden a 450F and he's only ridden a 350, but he'll tell you what a 450 is about. No, absolutely. And I also really got a bit of an eye-opener when it comes to the training that our AOIC and six-day riders do. Like, the track is just absolutely mental. You'd see it quite a bit because you get to go and, and video and photo for Photography, photography, mm. yeah, photography. We'll go with that. We'll go with that. <laughs> photography. These riders, uh, it really does give an eye opening how horrible those tracks are. I think all these weekend warriors who go out and run single trials, like yeah, we're the fastest ones here. We could do AIC. No, you can't. Yeah. Like, no, you can't. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's that's a good point too, because so many guys go away and they never get to ride. No one will ever get to ride with someone of Ben Grabham's caliber. But you can get in behind him for thirty seconds and see what he can do. And it's an eye It's such an experience, yeah. you know. So I think Bernie even said that yesterday. He's like, I sat behind Grabo for a minute and I felt really good. And then he just capitalized and took off. And I was like, mate, he probably wouldn't even know you were there. Yeah, that's the world I live in. Unfortunately, everyone I ride with is a pro, and I'm a punter. And so I just feel like half the time I'm just going to give up because I'm nowhere near him. So it's really cool to see just the stuff they're bouncing off and the speeds they can do things and yeah it, it's it's humbling but it's also really cool to see what those guys and at their level they're doing but then as we said the grabo can look at you and go okay let's let's like move the forks down in the triple clamps let's soften this up put some recoil rebound in this and then bam that bike tracks so much different he he's grabo is the best that i've ever in 15 years working with adb he's the best pro level guy i've met that understands the clubby um, out of any coach or any pro rider I've ridden with. And so he can ride a bike around a car park and tell you everything that's wrong about it and everything that's good about it. And then he'll go for rides with punters and go at their speed everywhere they want to go and be able to pick them apart and not turn them into the next, you know, Ben Grabham or Toby Price, but just improve their trail riding ability. And there's not many coaches that can do that. So many coaches are just after corner, 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 corner. You know, it's, it's, it's real skills-based. Um, whereas Grabo focuses on just riding and how you can improve your overall riding ability. And, and I think he's quite unique in, in how he, he's able to articulate that with punters. I think that's good, Doug, a real good point because uh, so I've done a couple with him now and he kind of just takes what you have and then just improves it so it's safer or faster. He doesn't go, okay, no, don't do that. Completely scrap that and try something different. I think that's what kind of helps us learn to become better riders instead of trying to reset our brain at this point of riding. It just doesn't happen. Totally. And I think like it can be intimidating when... You know, you turn up with five of five other blokes or ten other blokes and you're in all in one corner and you're all going through the same corner, you're all going through the same corner one after the other like a, like a school. Um, that's quite, can be intimidating, especially I'm an, old, I'm an older bloke too. I'm, you know, nudging 40. So I, don't, I can't really learn anything that new, but I can improve little bits and pieces while I trail ride. And that's what Grabo's good. He trail rides with you and tells you how to improve your trail riding. Mate, I would have hated to see you on the first trail ride with him, mate, because I don't think you've improved that much. I know. God, it was all over the shop. <laughs> all right. Well, look, man, thank you very much for the weekend. It was uh, absolutely awesome, and I can't wait to see kind of where this goes and hopefully get on another one sometime too. Mate, it was a pleasure. We'd love to have you back, and uh, we love Dirt Bike Burrito Podcast. We listen to them all the time. Oh, you so sweet, man. Look, here's 10 bucks. Cheers, buddy. <laughs> all right. This is it. The end. Benny, our time together has come to an end. <laughs> yeah, but we find each other again. We will, we will. It's uh, it's we're destined to be together, my friend. Um, look, what a weekend! Like it's an absolute awesome weekend. So many guys have come away with this with uh, more love for the bikes, but also love for the riding in this area. Yes, you are lucky to have this in your backyard. But what does it feel like to have completed this weekend? It's good. It's um nice to get luck. You don't want anyone getting hurt, but it's the risk we take with riding. So it's nice to get everyone home in one piece. The bikes are all in one piece. They're a bit dirty, but. We all had fun slipping and sliding, and um, I'd prefer that any day over dust. So all in all, it was a pretty um, successful weekend. 
Absolutely. The bikes are absolutely filthy, mate. There was no point in washing them last night. What happens to these bikes now? Uh, we give them a lot of love. Um, I'm sort of on the road now with desert stuff in the next few weeks, but um, I'm trying to give them a bit of love now before I hit the road, and then when I get back, um, we'll service them and fresh Max's tyres and um, get them ready for another weekend like this, hopefully. Absolutely. And so to, to get on board, where can people find this stuff? Uh, just look up VIP. Um, experience or grabbo's trail and track and it's pretty straightforward like you'll you'll find your way yeah. find your way to me or them or something so and then what question i was thinking about before was your the average rider what kind of who do you think should come to this like is it for beginners can you cater it for beginners or does it do you need to be kind of intermediate and and above uh <clears throat> you'd like to say beginners but as you saw there it's nice having a a group that can ride because then we can um get into a little bit of challenging stuff so so yeah if if it, like a lot of young guys don't even know about these rides now, but if you've done the Sunny Corner Trial Bike Rally or Wadigans or something like that, or Horse Club Day, Enduros and that, that's that's the level of rider. Like, we will help you get through. We may laugh at you once or twice, but if we see you're really struggling, we'll give you a hand. And, um, yeah, it's it, the main one for me is just guys, there's so many guys out there running around on, on 15-year-old bikes, which is no problem, but they're uncertain of what capacity these days works for them. And, like, a big bore... A new big bore, 500 EC, is not like an old 500 was 15 years ago. So it's the perfect opportunity for guys that are potentially going to buy something new to come and test them and, and really work out after two solid days of riding what, what they gel with and what they like. I think you're right. But also, we said before, the guys who have the 500, they can come and maybe the 350 or the 250 will be the same kind of fun because the bikes back then and the 250, 350s now, there's pretty not much difference in the amount of power. That's it, and I think our mate Parker worked out by the end of today, like he was ripping on the 250F, whereas earlier in the day he was struggling on some of the two-strokes with a bit more zippy power. So it's um, it's pretty cool seeing guys sort of discover their own little strengths and what works for them on their own. Oh, absolutely, and then not only that, they get some coaching from you, which is uh, pretty exciting, and, and I think it's one of those weekends that you don't just get to try all the bikes and see what suits you, but you also kind of, if you do find a bike that you like, you've been able to work with them and kind of slowly tailor that bike to how they want to ride. It is, like everything you said to cover that, and then it's a little bit extra again, like it's you've got the magazine side, so Mitch tries to make you look nice and pretty and sends you some photos and videos to remember your um, time here. Yeah, I know. I don't think any of them work for me, but uh, at the end of the day, the gases look good, and that's the main thing, right? <laughs> that's it. So what's uh, what's up for Ben next? Like, where are we going to see you? Uh, my desert stuff's my main gig, to be honest. Like, We've got the VIP race experience where we run a fleet of um, oh, 10 500 EC gas gases. Um, so next, so actually this Tuesday, um, pack up the van and, and head down to Jamalka. It's a new, it's called Desert, but we're racing next to the beach, so we're a bit spoilt there, but it's a new race on the calendar. Um, from there, it's pretty much straight up to, to Fink, um, testing and training with a lot of the up-and-coming guys and, and just um, doing my same old thing, whereas I get to have a race where it fits in and enjoy it along the way. Yeah, yeah it's a full calendar, and uh, as I said, you've got Fink, you're doing Hatta, you've got uh, Don Riverdash, and then across to Kalgoorlie, so it's a big year for you. It is a big year. Um, Hatta, like I've, been, I've sort of shied away from it the last few years, but I figure if I throw it in a calendar, it'll give me an excuse to, to behave in that big gap between um, Fink and Don where I normally get a bit lazy. <laughs> absolutely man well look thank you so much for the weekend uh it, people just go find it join up come along try some bikes and have some fun and just be ridiculed by ben and show how slow you really are no i, I try not to do that but we've probably done that a little bit but it's all good you hosed me mate you hosed me <laughs> no no it's good it's good having you along actually it's good yeah, all right well, cheers mate and uh we'll see you somewhere in the desert sounds good thank you